my friends, my pals, new friends, old friends, acquaintances, that person who stopped me on the street and said that they saw me in Kim's Convenience. Hello, I hope you're listening. It was nice to meet you. (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of One More Round with me, your host, Trisha Black, the show where I sit down with some awesome folk and I get to have a lovely conversation over a drink or Two. And this week is no different. On today's episode, I sit down and chat with the wonderful entertainer. She's incredible. Visa Decline. Oh my goodness, we're going to meet her in a little bit. But I just had a wonderful time. We talk a lot about pop culture, Canada's drag race. We talk below deck. Real Housewives, and of course, my favorite thing of all time, the Golden Girls. And we also talk about how during this quarantine, we kind of uh, helped us find ourselves, and we were able were able to go out for more walks that we wouldn't have been able to do when we were, uh, you know, working. You know that remember that thing? Does everybody remember that? <laughs> so we're gonna get to that interview in here in just a sec. How's everyone's week been? Oh my goodness. The last week for me has been just wild. I have some pretty exciting news that was very exciting for me. Uh, A couple of things. One, I had applied a long time ago for a Canadian Arts Council grant. Now, these things are hard to get. I had to work very hard, and I got approved for a grant to do an online show. Uh, So there's going to be lots of information coming out about that in the next month or so. I am very excited uh, to be doing this. Uh, It's a a dream of mine, uh, and I can't wait to... Uh, show it to you and and just talk a little bit about it and you know maybe get your opinion and see what you want in a show that it'll be an online fun late night talk show style uh very excited for that taylor swift's new album came out this week and i have to say i was a little skeptical you know taylor swift dropping a new album her last few albums like i've enjoyed because i think she is a very talented entertainer uh, but they haven't been, I guess, something of a go-to for me. I really, when she first came out and did Teardrops on My Guitar, I loved it. Uh, but I have to say I was very surprised by this album. Um, it's very it's very lovely. It's very haunting. Uh, the lyrics are, are very uh, well-written. It's very storytelling, very narrative-based. Uh, it sounds very mature as well. Uh, it's, a, it's kind of for me, feels like she's going a little bit back to her roots with a little bit more of a folky, indie folk kind of feel. I kind of described it as uh, glamping. So it's not quite camping where you're like on the river and you're in a tent and you're surrounded by the forest, but you're in a safe uh, uh, yurt with all of the things you need and you're off the ground um, because, you know, it's it's not fully a raw album. Uh, it is very well produced. Um, but needless to say, I, I quite enjoyed it. I feel like it's an album you want to kind of put on a rainy day. And she recorded this. She did a lot of it with uh, a couple of the guys from The National, and I think their influence is very much on the album. Uh so that was pretty that was pretty fun to get some new music and her song with Bon Iver is just uh incredible. It is beautiful. Uh beautiful melody, beautiful lyrics, beautiful singing. I I really dug the album a lot. And the most exciting news this week for old Trish is this. Are you ready? Everybody sitting down because this is exciting. This week I had the privilege of online, <laughs> of course because that's the world we're in right now, meeting 
in a meet and greet. The one, the only, Canada's snowbird, Anne Murray. Oh my gosh, I wanted to scream. I was so excited. It felt like Christmas the day before. Um, how it happened is my friend Charlie Reindress, who used to run Live Bait Theater in Sackville, New Brunswick, where I used to work, uh, and he's a wonderful author, and he, he works for the Anne Murray Center in Spring Hill, Nova Scotia, and so he was going to be moderating this meet and greet, and it was, you know, it was $50, and I was like, I don't know if I can afford that during CERB, because I'm getting government money now right now, because I can't work. I can't work because live entertainment won't be back for a while. Uh, so he offered to uh, get me a ticket, which was the kindest and, and best thing that's ever happened to me. And so in this meet and greet, it was inc- it was so funny. Uh, not funny, but like also lovely. But I think I was maybe one of the youngest people there. There was pro- I think there was 140 people on this Zoom call. And there was one girl from the Philippines who I think looked a little bit younger than me. And then me. (laughs) Everyone else was older. There was a couple people probably in their 40s. And then most people were 60 plus. But it was so sweet watching these people who clearly this is like their vacation of the year. They go to Spring Hill. They go to the Anne Murray Center and they meet Anne Murray. And a lot of people talked about how they do it every year. And this year they can't because of COVID. And it was such a beautiful experience to watch people get to speak to Anne and she was so lovely and so graceful and funny she's such a funny lady and she's so strong um and it it was so wonderful to just watch her and listen to her talk to her fans and her talk about her career and working in the music industry and it I got to ask her a question, which was huge for me. Oh, my gosh. I got to ask Anne Murray a question. Um, and I know some people out there are like, really? You're this excited about Anne Murray? Yes, I am, because she is a goddess. <laughs> a Canadian, she's Canadian gold. She's, my, she's a queen. Um, and her voice is so silky and so uh, beautiful. Uh, I could listen to Anne Murray music. It just feels like comfort listening to her music. Um, the first time I, I listened to Anne-Marie, I was probably a kid. You know, she did a cover of Teddy Bear Picnic. Uh, and um, uh, I also love Snowbird, obviously. Who doesn't love Snowbird? Beneath a snowy mantle, cold and clean, the unborn grass lies waiting for its coat to turn to green. Ugh, my gosh, uh, please. And then also Danny's song. That was one of the first songs I ever sang in a dinner theater. In an East Coast dinner theater, we did one called Anne of Spring Hill. So it was all Anne Murray music. And an East Coast dinner theater basically just means that you're the actor, musician, singer. You improvise in between acts in character for three hours. And you surf. <laughs> so you do it all. <laughs> it, you know, it's it's like a blast. And it, it's so much fun. And we did one and I got to sing Danny's song, which is... Uh, her version of Kenny Loggins, Danny's song. And it's just, people smile and tell me I'm the lucky one. And we've just begun. And the, oh, the chorus, even though we ain't got money, I'm so in love with you, honey. Oh, it's so beautiful. And she does, you know, you needed me. And oh, could I have this dance for the rest of my life? Oh, it's so good i could go on and on and on about her hits because she's perfect um and i got to ask her a question and the question i asked her was if during her career at all at any point was she underestimated for being a woman in the music industry and she said that you know for her 
she was working so hard when she was coming up through um, the scene that she was like, I never really paid attention to that. And she said the only time that she noticed it was when she was in Japan on tour once. And the men uh, who were at the Japanese venue would only speak to the other men. They never would look or speak to Anne directly. To, and it got to the point where she then grabbed the man's face <laughs> and turned it towards her, she said, and said, look at me and speak to me. And I was like, if that's not a badass female feminist moment, I don't know what else is. And she is so amazing. And it was just honestly probably one of the best days of my life. I posted immediately on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> I am still smiling because I got to meet Anne Marie and it is my dream uh, to s maybe someday sing with her, but I know she's retired. So Anne, I don't know if you're listening, but if you are, please let me sing with you. Uh, or my ultimate dream would be... Um, a quartet of me, Anne Murray, Jan Arden, and Katie Lang. Oh my gosh, my my three queens of Canada. I love them all so, so much. Strong, strong, strong women who are so funny and so talented and beautiful, beautiful singing voices. Oh my gosh, I could go on and on and on, but I will not. <laughs> Uh, but maybe maybe another day I'll do a big deep dive into into those incredible uh, artists. Uh, but speaking of strong, wonderful women, let's head now to my awesome conversation with the one, the only Visa Decline. Let's go to that now. She is one of the most versatile entertainers you'll ever experience, despite adamantly claiming to be a top. She is self-proclaimed to be the best act in your price range and also the most ignored entertainer working. She is a comedian, actress, writer, and host who just launched her brand new podcast, Burst and Bubbles. When she isn't creating new sketches for her YouTube channel or recording her podcast, Visa has been working on her first book due out this fall, Money Talks, The Rise of the Decline. <laughs> I'm so excited for her to be here. Give it up for Visa Decline. There we go. Hello. Yes, hello. <laughs> Ooh, you look good. Look at that. Oh, you are you look fabulous. Thank you. I just woke up. Oh, well, if, that's how you, if that's how you wake up, then I need to know your secrets because when I wake up, it is a Money. bit of a nightmare. That's my secret. Money. Money. Okay, and as a... As a a person who's doing a podcast on their own time, I don't make any money. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. <laughs> I love this background that you have going on right now. Thank you. It was actually um, fabric for a dress that I used okay. to have. And this was the scraps left over. And then I was like, oh, it's perfect. I can just use this as a backdrop. So I've used yeah. it in some of my photos. And then I've just been literally going through scraps of fabric from like old like costumes or stage. And I've just been making backdrops out of them. <laughs> Amazing. It's so like, uh, I guess for crafty who, during quarantine, crafty during quarantine, that should be yeah. a, maybe a new a visa show. DIY. A new <laughs> DIY show with you. <laughs> it looks very like Emerald city from like the wizard of Oz. That's what it reminds me of. Mm. Yeah. It was like a mint green. Okay. Um, and I got it when, mint was like the color of the season so I was like oh it'll be it'll be good is mint back in my mom said today on the phone because my girlfriend's going to her brother's wedding so she's looking for a dress and my mom was like she should get green green is in right now and I was like mom what are you how are you what are you watching and I think she watches the Marilyn Dennis show so maybe they said it on that I wouldn't I wouldn't trust the Marilyn Dennis show unless it's like a gay guy who's like telling 
people what to right. wear. I don't trust Marilyn Dennis. <laughs> Because then it cuts to the studio audience usually, and you're like, oh, okay. I know. I Well, Jill and I Marshall's went, great. I mean, yes. We went to the Marilyn <laughs> Dennis show uh, on my vacation from work. So it, Because we only got so many days, so one of the days she always wanted to be in the audience for either the social or Marilyn Dennis. And we went, and it was super fun. Like It was really like... The, the people who like ran the audience were super fun, but every once in a while they're like, and clap, clap here you yeah. are, you're on, you're on. You're, you're on super it. excited to be here. And I met Enjoy. Marilyn, I met Marilyn Dennis and she, we got a picture with her, which up close, bless her sweet soul. Um, There's a is, reason she was on radio for so long. <laughs> I guess, I mean, she's <laughs> lovely, but I mean, she's clearly had a bit of work done and I mean, to each their own, if that's what you like, then I say, do it, get to it. Yeah. But she looked at me and she goes, I haven't seen you in so long. And I was like, I don't think we've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're like going through your mind. You're like, have I met Marilyn Dennis before? I know. And then the, her, like, I don't know, her assistant was like, I think she means he, he was like, you were in that Lotto Max commercial, right? And I was like, yeah, oh. it wasn't a Lotto Max commercial. <laughs> so she just meant she hasn't seen the commercial in a while. And I wanted to be like, well, Marilyn, let Lotto Max know so I can make money. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh Do you think God. she plays? Do you think she plays Lotto Max? Absolutely. Yeah. She must. She must. Even if even if you're making a lot of money, you're probably just like, yeah, what, whatever. Yeah, whatever the chance. It's a, it's a it's gambling. It's taking a chance, and she has enough money that she probably could buy a couple of tickets a week. No, <laughs> several, several, several tickets. <laughs> <laughs> how are you doing, Visa? How how are things? I'm good. I'm good. I'm uh, I'm like really trying to stay positive during quarantine. <laughs> like I've been really. Um, I've done a lot of self-reflecting like near mm -hmm. the start of it. Um, I'm actually going to do one of my podcasts this week. I think I'm going to talk about that a bit. Yeah. Um, but I've been doing a lot of self-reflecting on um, my life, things things that I didn't like that I've done, um, things that I didn't um, take more pride in that I should have at the time. And I've just been mm -hmm. really doing like a checklist in my mind. I've been going on nature walks. Oh. So much like I live near um the DVP um okay. like Rosedale area um so I've been going on nature walks throughout there I've been finding trails that go to like brickworks and like oh wow went on this hike the other day and I was just like if no one finds me I'm 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 gone I'm like <laughs> if I don't get out of this trail there's no way anyone will ever come across me ever again like this is it for me but I made my way through it was like yeah, I got really high at one point on a hill and I don't like heights. And then I just looked oh, no. down and I immediately was like, oh, okay. Like I got oh, no. vertigo right away. Yeah, oh, it was like Lyds Minnelli on like awful. Arrested Development. <laughs> yeah, I have, ver I get vertigo too. It's scary. It's like the most terrifying like thing. And it's such a weird thing to have too is vertigo because you're like, oh, yeah. well, there's not much I can do about it, but it feels truly awful. It feels like you constantly have the spins. Oh, yeah. It's, and just trying to just get your mind to wrap around what is happening in that mm -hmm. moment is crazy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I've been going, we've been going on a lot of hikes as well. I talk a lot about it. I, I keep being like, I think I'm in a big camping phase. Like I want to go camping and I think they're open now, which is nice, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. I know you can book on the website, but I'm like, what's the protocol? Like, how does that work? But we've been going on a lot of hikes I didn't realize how many beautiful, like, I mean, I know I've lived in the city and there are, there's lots of nature here, but I don't think I realized how much. Yeah. There's so <laughs> many like little hidden gems around the city that I, 
I, I even, I said to my friend, we went on a, a walk the other day and I said, one of the good things about quarantine, I will say, is that I never would have had a summer like this mm-hmm. if I was working. Like on my days off, I would probably not be out here looking, Ooh. walking the children in nature, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> yes, just walking no. around. I would not be enjoying and reconnecting with like the fresh air as mm-hmm. much as I would have. Um, and like, I would not have gone looking for all these little spots around Toronto. So definitely helped open my mind and like clear it. And like, it's also been good. Cause I've like almost lost like 20 pounds during quarantine, which is oh like gosh. crazy. Congrats. Yeah. I'm like this dress I'm wearing is safety pinned in certain areas just to keep it tight on me. Right now. <laughs> yeah. I think you're right. I don't think if this quarantine had happened, I don't think I would, would be out walking as much as I have been. And it's been like in nature, like in hell. And it is so relaxing and so calming being in this like pandemic kind of time. And being like, yeah. I just need to get to nature. I just need to be where it's <laughs> quiet, where I know I'm safe for a minute and the I can hear the birds chirp. <laughs> yeah, I, like I've definitely reconnected with myself and I've realized some of the bad habits that were really hurting me. Um, like um, early on in quarantine, I actually had a knee issue um, where I like walked off a sidewalk and then like I twisted something and then I had some sort of flare up. Like I usually, I get arthritis now and then. Um, like uh, rheumatoid arthritis. Mm-hmm. Um, I get little flare-ups and uh, I had a flare-up and during the flare-up, I could, couldn't could walk that much. Like I was using a crutch. I was very homebound. Like my friend had to go get groceries for me one day. Um, and uh, during that time, I was actually able to quit smoking because I couldn't get up to go buy a pack of cigarettes. And I had been smoking at this point by, for like eight years. I've been like smoke smoke-free for about three months now. Uh, which is uh, close to the longest I've ever gone without a cigarette. So um, I knew, I'm like, okay, last time I quit smoking, I gained so much weight because, mm-hmm. like, that, that's what happens. Yep. So I, like, instinctively put in my mind, no, you have to quit smoking. This is the time to do it. You have to keep it up. So I, I have, like, this uh, stationary bike. I use that. Oh, wow. And I just use it every day, and I'm burning a certain amount of calories and keeping myself accountable just so I can, like, maintain it and take better care of myself and uh quarantine i wouldn't have done this if it wasn't for quarantine so there are yeah. some positives to it even though i'm going crazy and i miss <laughs> my coworkers, i miss my friends well some friends i've seen and i facetime with but like mm-hmm. there are a lot of people i miss but it was nice because i actually got to reconnect someone i didn't realize i missed and that was myself so oh well that's so lovely what a lovely Put way a to look at it, it. Yes. yeah well i've been meditating too like i i have so much italian like anger inside me a lot of times so I've been really trying to meditate and be more positive and like not really be as negative to... which is really hard for me but that's fair I I'm get a Scorpio oh I'm a Leo so fiery. fiery fiery I am fiery yeah that's amazing I see you're drinking something yes well nice it was decline. supposed to be um it was supposed to be a dirty martini but mm-hmm. um I forgot i ate all my olives. So uh, <laughs> it's Fair. just vodka. Um, and then I had it on the rocks, but the rocks have uh, fully melted. Mm-hmm. As global it does, warming. So. Global warming and it is yeah. hot. <laughs> this summer is warm. Today is not that bad, which is nice. That's good. Like, I, I woke up in my apartment and it, there was a nice coolness to it. So I was pretty happy because oh, I tried to get into face. I tried to put all my makeup on a few days ago to uh because i'm doing a photo series and i'm doing like a hollywood thing and i did Marilyn, and then i took photos afterwards and i was like oh you can tell it was hot in my apartment like oh. i just look 
melty. Like I'm gonna, I'm still gonna post the photos tomorrow because I gotta yes. like train my mind to be like, don't be so critical of yourself. But it's not my best application, so mm-hmm. it is what it is. But it today, is what it is. putting makeup on was a little bit easier, which was nice. A little bit yes. nice. Amazing. Well, it looks it looks wonderful. And I feel like I'm drinking a Woodhouse Berry Sour. I'm just going to open oh. it. Oh. Ah. Um, and I thought it matches your purple vibe because it is a purple yeah. sour. So <laughs> I, Purple is my favorite color. So I, I love do purple. It I'm getting really into the color pink this summer, like shades of pink, like blush, rose, like I love a good blush salmon. Wine. Yeah. I, I just bought new sneakers that are, I guess, my mom calls them a blush color. Um, oh. <laughs> I, I've been really into them. I, I think it's my new summer vibe is this. There you go. This color, bright colors. I usually wear dark colors, so. <laughs> Mix that, that salmon color with the mint, you're good to go. We're set, my little dinosaur and I match. <laughs> we're good. Oh, yeah, it actually goes with the, the backdrops here. I know, right? We're, we're color we really coordinated synced up. Without... We color coordinated yeah. without coordinating. <laughs> Great minds Improv. think alike. Improv. Improv. Great minds think alike. Okay, <laughs> so Visa, you have a new podcast out. I just listened to it, Burst yes. Bubbles. I love it. Yes. It's so fun. It's you talking about pop culture, reality TV, everything. Yeah, yeah like um, I, I love pop culture. It, I'm constantly consumed with it. Um, and I think... I think my favorite part of it is I get to um, get to just dissect it as, mm-hmm. as for what it is, which is frivolous, a lot of times stupid. And so yeah. I'm like, well, why not just <laughs> make it into a joke because it already is one in itself, you know? Why not? Yeah, um, of course. And like there are there are way too many people on Twitter who take celebrity culture seriously and the stands and all that shit. And I'm like, can we swear on the show? Yes. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Okay. So fuck that shit. I <laughs> hate that. it. <laughs> I hate the this stan culture that's out there where people are like, this person can do no wrong. It's like, no, people need to be held accountable. People need to yes. be called out. People need to be shown how stupid their decisions are, mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely. And I love that. And you're doing, because also on this podcast, I've just started doing something called Hot Takes, which is just mm. me doing hot takes on what I've been into recently, like in pop culture. Yeah. They're just little like 15, 20 minute things. But recently I've been getting heated about Below Deck. <laughs> See, I kind of lost a little bit of interest with Below Deck this season. Sure. Um, and now that uh, Kate's not returning, I'm like not I know, I that, that interested. Um, I, I might try the, um, might switch over to uh, the sailing below deck because they had a full season yeah i haven't watched that yet and they have a full season and i have hey you so i'm like oh i might as well might as well i know i went all the way back because i had watched i had watched a couple of seasons uh one season of below deck med is how i started with Mm. my girlfriend and she was watching it i was like what is this show and i was like oh reality tv show and then i was like i'm obsessed (laughs) (laughs) i want to be a yachty uh, yeah, I know so there I'm, are some times where you're like, "Oh, that that actually would be a nice little summer gig," you know. I'm like six fucking weeks on the on the in the Mediterranean or the Caribbean on a boat serving billionaires. Yeah, and I can't see it too when they're like so pissed off about the tip, and I'm like, "Do you know how much more people have had to do for far less, less. for a tip? Like for far screw less? You, sorry, I, it's only I, it's only fifteen hundred each." It's oh, not what we're used boo-hoo. to. Eleven $1, yeah. hundred dollars in three days. <laughs> <laughs> 
And that's on top of their like wage as well. Which yeah, because I... again, I'm sure they're getting paid for being on Absolutely. camera. And like, and I also just get so mad too when when they get like so stupid about work and they're like, I can't stay here. I can't stay yeah. on this boat. I go, you got four <laughs> weeks left. Yeah. Just go for a swim. You'll be fine. You're about to make probably 5000 to $10,000 in those five weeks. Stay. Who cares? And then, like, they, then they get a day off after, like, the three days, and then they just go and let loose. And I'm just like, you just get to hang out by a pool and drink and eat. Like, shut up. You are so Shush. ungrateful. But you know what? Shush that isn't mouth. an American mentality. Mm-hmm. Very American mentality. And I can say that because my sister married an American. And I every time I've gone to the States, I've just... Like, my brother-in-law is great, and his family are great. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying anything bad there. But just being in St. Louis and just going to restaurants and seeing how people just treat servers and then the servers, how they treat guests. And I'm just like, oh, everyone's just fucking rude. Yes. <laughs> like, and, and it is interesting because I feel just like Just be a, a buffet lot of- if you don't want to serve people, you know? Like- <laughs> yes. Go work somewhere. Go, yeah. go work at a buffet. <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to cruise line, yeah. uh, which is, which apparently is the bottom of the barrel in yachting. <laughs> I also like, yeah, just not like, I guess a lot of the people who decide to leave mid charter are a lot of the Americans I'm realizing now, like a mm. lot of them are Americans or the ones that are, that cause a lot of the problems are Americans. The Canadians oh, yeah. usually are pretty like, like even Kate says, she's like, Oh, great a canadian they're on they're easy to work with they're usually yeah. kind and and <laughs> she's right and and kate i i fucking love kate and i'll defend kate to the ends of the earth <laughs> i kind of want her to now get transferred to a real housewives franchise oh please yes. like i think because i don't know i don't know if she lives in new york or if she's more near like california but either uh the new york housewives or the um orange county I think she needs to be plopped into one of those. Oh my gosh, I would die. I would watch. I yeah. don't watch Real Housewives, but I would if Kate was on. Oh, Kate, Kate Real tells Housewives it like it is. is. So, good. so good. Is it? Yeah. I, which one is your favorite? Um. So, for the longest time, it was New Jersey because mm-hmm. it just reminded me of family because just the crazy Italians flipping tables. And then I really got into New York, and I still really like New York. This season's not that good. Orange County, I've given up on. Um, I love Beverly Hills, Lisa Renna, hilarious in my eyes. And Denise Richards is on the last two okay. years, and she's great. Denise but, Richards, uh, really? Yeah, shocked about Charlie Sheen and like a lot of shit like that. Whoa. And like Charlie Sheen showed up to Thanksgiving, and there was like um, drama. Uh, lady of the night in the car, and then she <laughs> invited her in for for Thanksgiving dinner, and like it's it's crazy. But Potomac is like. Is a, is a series that a lot of people sleep on, but it's probably one of the best. It's just like... It's called Potomac? Yeah, Real Housewives of Potomac. And it's, um, yeah. Where is that? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> like, is it, a, is it in the United States or is it yes, somewhere? It, yeah, yeah, okay. It's United Potomac. States. Potomac? Um, sounds like Idaho or something. <laughs> yeah, there's like... like Midwest. Grand, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's like... I don't know. I don't know if it's near Maine. God, I, I can't remember. I'm going to have to we'll look that it up, up later. We're going to have to look it up. I know. I'm like, can I Google something? Or <laughs> we'll find it. Potomac, I like, have to watch it. There are so many characters. There's this one. Um, she's a younger housewife, and she's married to this guy. And um, there's 
for the last few seasons, all these rumors about him being gay mm-hmm. and like how he's, there was actually a lawsuit where PA on the show accused him of trying to grab his ass. And like, they caught something on camera of like a mic where audio was picked up about something. <gasps> and then, then she got pregnant. So now oh this God. season she's like, yeah, it's. Yeah. So I think this, I think this season she's, she's finally had the kid and I think she's, um, she has the kid in this, but then there's still more accusations coming forward about him. So right. she, it should be, it's like they're in season five now. So crazy. Should be good. Should be good. I watched, um, I did watch a little bit of Real Housewives of Atlanta back in the day. Atlanta's this been, good too. This would have been a long time ago, probably when it first came out. And mm. cause I remember, Oh gosh, what's her name? The blonde, and she sings, "You'll be tardy Kim. for the party." Yeah, Kim. <laughs> she <laughs> looks like a blow-up doll now. Oh really? She's had I've ever so seen... much work done. I'll send you a photo after this. Please. So much work. That's like, oh, that's so funny. Eyebrows are up so high. There's barely a crease anymore because everything's been pulled, and like right. the lips are just like baboon's ass. Yes. That's crazy. Prolapse. I, prolapse. Prolapse. <laughs> prolapsed ass. Yeah. Pretty That's, much. Pretty much. That's so funny. And I remember also an episode where she, I think, was on a date with Lindsay Lohan's dad. Yes. Yes. And that was a huge that was huge drama. And I was like, "That's Lindsay Lohan's dad. He's a bad guy." I think. <laughs> God, he that family would do anything for attention, like anything. Like the dad, the mom, even the little sister at one point. It's like, yikes. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, my goodness. So what made you want to start a podcast? Uh, I mean, I've I've done a podcast before and I've um, been on other people's podcasts. But um, I I would just like I would watch things or I would hear news stories and I would like come up with these little Mm -hmm. responses to them, like knee jerk reactions. And I was like, I need to start documenting, these, you know, so. Um, I decided to do that. And you know what? Um, I'm, I'm really good at talking to myself, especially during this quarantine, because I live alone. So I'm like, I might as well talk and record. <laughs> I love your podcast. And I haven't listened to the reality check one because I haven't watched episode two of Drag Race yet. Of mm, Canada's, Canada's Drag, Drag Race. Race. I've only watched the first episode. Um, but I loved just like listening to the first the first episode of the of, of Burst and Bubbles. I just loved it. You're so charming on it. And just it the way you the way you've structured it too is so wonderful. And it just sounds like you're my little stock market. (laughs) Yes. I love the stock market. It was so cute. And I love like you, I think we had a chat about this the other day about using sound effects in a podcast and like, Mm. is it okay too? And I was like, of course, like it's like, we're comedians, we're entertainers. Like we're every once in a while, you need that just little pop. Right. And you'll actually, uh, when you listen to reality check, like I've added in a few more like clips um, just, just to really punctuate the jokes. And like, I feel like sometimes, especially when there's no visual involved and it's just audio, you have to add those things to really amp it up. Of course. Um, because like when you take the visual gag out of it, you need just, just more sensory to mm-hmm. heighten it. Love it. Are you doing a lot of like performance? Like, Cause you have a lot of recently been coming up with a lot of photos and a lot of new YouTube sketch videos, which I love. You did that one, um, the one lip sync with the four uh, screens. The who's Zoom and Who. The who's Zoom and Who. And it was so yeah. good and so well put together. Do you have more stuff like that coming out? Um, I'm, I actually have, um, I'm not going to, I have some ideas for some lip syncs, but I kind of want to give a break to that. And I have some sketches I want to put out. Um, like I have a, 
a tutorial, makeup tutorial. I have a um, ASMR sketch. Um, so I got a few few ideas that ASMR. are coming down. I've written them out. Um, I just just have to record them. Amazing. So, That's awesome. The makeup one, I think I'm going to record tomorrow or maybe even after this <gasps> since I'm already in makeup. So um, <laughs> yeah, I just like every day I'm trying to find a project to do. That's why I want you to do the podcast. And then one day I'll be like, okay, I'm going to one day I'll write the podcast and one day I'll write a sketch or one day I'll add something to the book, you know, just to keep it going yeah. and just to keep my mind flowing. Of course. Are you finding, like, no, no, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say in like the photo series too, like just trying to keep myself remembering like, okay, let's get creative and like look in your closet and like what Hollywood icon can you put something together for today? You know? Like, yeah. And the photos are like beautiful I was, the lucy one was incredible like you look just like lucille ball and I, that was a pink dress short that i used for work and then i added white cloth mm -hmm. um i like safety pinned the white cloth because i wanted to do the um the um chocolate factory right. kind of yeah. like pink look <laughs> the iconic um yeah so like that was that the elizabeth taylor was actually a dress i turned around unzipped the front so the zipper mm -hmm. was in the front rather than the back just to give me that illusion then I pulled it down um and then that the hair was a an updo I have that I just flipped around and like pulled down it was so right. stupid the Maryland one I actually wrapped myself in a pink tablecloth um because oh. I don't have a pink dress so I had this like hot pink tablecloth plastic mm -hmm. that I wrapped myself in to give the illusion of the the gentleman prefer blondes look so just stupid oh, things wow. like that where it's like uh eh, just be funny and dumb with it yeah that's amazing I love them I love it I love are you finding that during this quarantine that you've actually had a more time to sit and be creative, like actually like do the things that you want to do? I know for me, the first month of quarantine, I was like, no, I don't want to do anything. I'm burnt out and I would love the rest. Uh, and also panic because I don't know if I'm going to get a disease or not. Um, yeah. And then all of a sudden <laughs> I was like, I have to be creating, like I have to do something. So then finding ways because our, our like our job right now we work at second city together is is shut down obviously because it, it is yeah. a theater so it won't be opening for a little while um so for me i was i kind of was like okay what are all the things that i've always kind of wanted to do or also what are some backup ideas that i can do and do now and find and figure out and learn and I've been watching so many YouTube videos on how to like editing and how to build your podcast and how to yeah the correct lighting for these things or what to how to make those things look good so for you is 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 that something that's been beneficial during this time oh for sure like when I started too I was exactly the same where I was very um worried I went into like a survival mode but I didn't realize that I was actually that survival mode triggered me to actually come out of a previous survival mode that I, I was in. And, um, it, I, maybe like a few weeks, a month after like feeling very down and like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? It was like, okay, time to get creative time to focus on things you before didn't have the time to focus on, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, that's where the writing came and then playing around with makeup and like trying out different looks and, um, like my website, Oh, excuse me. As I <laughs> barp. Um, so like my website, like um, figuring out a program and then I like mm -hmm. taught myself how to use that program. And then I built my website in like four hours, you know, like, right. So just different things like that were, was like really giving me the time to work on my brand um, 
that I didn't give myself the time mm -hmm. before to do. Because before I, I would work on something and then I'd give my attention to it, but it wasn't my full attention because I had my regular work that I had to do. And there were other things that I was trying to focus on as well. So now it's it's been really nice to have a schedule to be creative. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, that's so lovely. I know it is. It truly is just a lovely time to also slow down and and be be able to be invested in the things that you kind of have been wanting to do that, you know, every day, yeah. everyday life kind of keeps you in this like one mindset, like I got to go to work, I have to do this. And here's when I sleep and, and I also need to be social. And now we have this extra time to actually yeah. actually put the things together, which feels mm -hmm. so good. And and for you, uh, what um, who like in, who's inspired you to kind of I'm here now. I'm burping now because this berry <laughs> sour is the, the vodka just hit me, and I was just like, "Oh, ooh, the bubbles." <laughs> um, who who's inspired you to kind of be in this form of like entertainment in the comedy in the comedy world? Who's who's inspired you the most to like? Because also, like, what's incredible I find about you is that you also you do design all of your things. You, you like you are your own hair, makeup, costuming. Like everything, team, uh, creative yeah. content. So who, who in your? Well, I have someone world make is... my dresses for me. Okay, but. <laughs> but but even still, like talking about Lucy and like finding ways to like help you like amplify what maybe you already had. Well, I mean, yeah, like Lucille Ball. Since I was a kid, has always been a huge inspiration because mm -hmm. like my my grandmother used to sit me down after school and uh, make me watch reruns. It was Lucy. Then it was Designing Women and Golden Girls. So like. <gasps> I was set up to just be like campy as fuck. Yes. Um, so yeah, Lucy was big and that's, and Lucy's like, has always continued to be an inspiration in my life. Um, I read her autobiography and there were like things that lined up similar to me mm -hmm. um, in my career so far. So I always just keep telling myself, I'm like, your I love Lucy's around the corner. Like, just don't worry. It's, it's coming. It's coming. Cause like she was re disregarded she was mistreated. She was kind of pushed aside, forgotten about. Um, and I just keep telling myself, I'm like, no, it'll, it'll come. It'll come. Just be patient. Mm -hmm. um, and then Joan Rivers, too. Like, that's another one. Like, yeah. watching The Marvelous Miss Mabel, um, watching that on uh, Prime recently, mm -hmm. um, and, like, just binging it. And um, realizing how much they took from actually Joan Rivers' life for that, that, um, that show. Um, and yeah, like Joan Rivers a few years ago, I really found out about her, um, like study her. Like I always knew who she was and I watched mm -hmm. her comedy, but then I actually delved into like the backstory, the trauma she experienced and everything she overcame. And I just took, saw that as inspiration because you know what, if someone can go through their husband killing themselves and going bankrupt around the same mm -hmm. time, and then like pulling yourself back up. It's like, no, that's someone you should look up to and be like, okay, I can, I can get through things. I can get through things. And that's Joan Rivers. That's Joan Rivers that you're talking about. I did not know yeah. that. I didn't know that she went yeah. bankrupt. I didn't know her husband killed herself. Wow. I got to really do some research. I only yeah. knew her because she, I know she was at second city in Chicago back in the day. And she, she was tried there for a year for a year. And they, they did not like performing with her. <laughs> But I mean, but that's because she's she's her own thing. Like she does best when she's like on her own and doing like stand up or, or her own type of comedy. Right. And that's where I'm at now, too, because like it, it was never that I didn't play well with others. It was that I just I, I feel like I'm on a different 
wavelength mm -hmm. at times. Um, and my mind just works differently than other people when it comes to entertainment. Like there are people I'll see on stage. And I'm like, why are you on stage? Like, you yeah. know, someone else deserves to be on that, that spot. Like get the fuck out of the way, you know? Yeah. Um, so like, I was very much like, a. So my friend, actually, my friend Katinka said to me, she's like, you've always like beat your own drum and like march to the beat of your own drum. Um, and I've never fallen in line with what other people do. I've never mm -hmm. done the same things as other people or even try to. Um, I've always kind of just put my own twist on things. And uh, Joan Rivers did that too. So I take inspiration from her in that way and just realizing, hey, stop trying to fit in. Stop trying to be like other people and just focus on your own uniqueness and right. just amplify it. Then that's incredible. I love that. I love that. That's such a good way to look too, because as comedians, we are all individual and we all have our own style. And I think recognizing too, that if you are like someone who you're like, no, I'm a bit different than this world that I'm supposed to be in. Uh, yeah. And, and it's like, I don't, I don't want to bring myself to that level or like mm -hmm. for myself and to fit into a box, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, you're your own entity. And I, I, I really love that, that, and also, and also just knowing, putting those two like Lucille Ball and Joan Rivers together, that does seem like the perfect, like mashup Combo. of who you are <laughs> and who you are as an entertainer as well. And how you perform, like you can see it, like you have this like incredibly like over the top. Aggressive clown. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's that is maybe the perfect way to put it, but a classy yeah. aggressive clown, I oh, have yeah. to say. <laughs> well, I mean, both of them were very glamorous in mm -hmm. their own way, you know. Um, Joan Rivers' fashion was campy and it was a certain style of glam. Lucy, um, on the show was different, but then outside of that, had her own image and right. her own look to her that she cultivated over years so yes yeah and i love lucille ball i used to i used to watch that and those three shows that you you mentioned i watched the lucy the lucy, i love lucy show like my mom bought i don't know if she bought the dvds or we watched them in reruns but i remember also watching in reruns designing women i don't think i've yeah. ever heard maybe you and selena vile have spoken to me about designing women i don't know anyone else who talks oh. about that show and i love that show because also we, you, the Golden Girls which is my all time favorite show ever in the history of TV because it's brilliant and it's perfect and it forever and still will applies be. today still applies today even like the yeah. Golden Palace their spin off after B. Arthur was like I'm done now with TV and you're like B come on girl <laughs> Yeah, she's like, she's like, I'm, I'm going to try Broadway again. I'm going to try Broadway again. You're like, fair enough. Like, good for you. Uh, but even Golden Palace was a great season for that show. And then did it only lasted one season, one season. Yeah. 24 yeah. episodes. And it was it was great. I loved it. And I felt like that show, I guess, going on a Golden Girls tangent right now, because the main I felt like while it was an ensemble of women on the golden girls, B Arthur kind of ended up because she was the matriarch of the group kind of ended up. Well, she being, was the link for all the characters. She was the link of everybody. So she was, yeah. and then in golden palace, Rue McClanahan got to really have her moment on that show because it felt like she all of a sudden took over that role that B mm. Arthur had. And Rue McClanahan has some brilliant acting on that show. Some absolutely oh, yeah. brilliant acting. Like the one that's, 
the circulating right now all over social media. Don Cheadle. The ca- Don Cheadle, the Camp Town Races episode. And that that was such a beautiful episode. So there's another one later on in the series, and I'd have to rewatch it because maybe there's some, I'm sure there's some offensiveness in it that is not uh, the right way to to speak about things. But back in the day when it was like early 90s, it, at the time they were being very progressive. And there's an yeah. episode where she, her brother, everyone thinks she's like, um, seeing a man because she's got this big mm. secret and he's coming to town but it's just her brother and he's and he is um, I, I don't think he has downs but he has uh, a mental um, disability and it's like that she's embarrassed by him, by him but loves him so much and it's not even that she's embarrassed it's that she's just doesn't understand it and wants to protect him and then it's, it's this beautifully acted episode of TV <laughs> Oh, that wow. I just I remember being like, wow, you can actually have to make, look that up. You should. All of um, Golden Palace is on YouTube. I think somebody posted every episode so you can watch oh, them. And they're the, the acting. I, I truly remember watching that being like, oh, wow, you can do these heartfelt, dramatic, like very tense driven episodes with very serious issues. But the characters are what makes the comedy. Right. Oh yeah, and and I because people already knew the characters, they could like push it a little bit more. Exactly, and they pushed they pushed a lot on that show, and I mean that's probably because it was created by a woman and written by a bunch of gay men. <laughs> yeah, and I mean there's well, still issues, with it, but yeah, that's the thing. Even in the pilot of Golden Girls, like Justice for Rico, was that his name? Rico, the little the oh. the house guy. The oh my house gosh! Man. Oh, I gotta look at. Oh no, what's his name? He's only in that first episode. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's Rico. It's um, uh, Golden Girls. He was like a maid or so. Just <laughs> yeah, he was like the the little houseboy who'd make cocktails and have like one sassy thing. Yeah. To say, and then they just wrote him out. Coke. After Coco? one episode. Coco. Coco. Was it Coco? Yeah, the fifth Golden Girl was a man named Coco. Oh the, wow! The fancy man in the kitchen is what Sophia calls him. <laughs> <laughs> that was always the term fancy he's a fancy man he's light on his feet and fancy <laughs> but i love that you watched designing women too because i love that mm. show that was another show well, did did linda hamilton linda hamilton from <laughs> terminator <laughs> linda bloodworth is it a name linda who created oh my gosh my brain uh she also created soap remember the show soap with billy crystal Oh, and he was the first. Apparently, and he was the openly. first. So the person who created that, I think, created Designing Women. Oh, I did not know that. I think so. I could be wrong. But anyway, back to Designing Women. Phenomenal show. <laughs> I actually share a birthday with one of them, Annie Potts. <gasps> oh, Annie Potts. We, from... Same birthday, October 28th. Amazing. I love that show I actually so have much. a bunch of, like, famous people on my birthday that it's, like, ridiculous. Like who? Like who? Julia Roberts. Oh, Bill Gates and Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> That's a lot of famous so people. So I got an Oscar winner, like tech icon, yeah. and then someone who can't merge into traffic. <laughs> you know, so it's like it's a real interesting like, I collection think the, of people. I think the only celebrity I can think of that has my birthday, which is August seventh, uh, is David Duchovny. <laughs> oh, X Files. The truth and is it, out there. And, and the truth <laughs> is out there, and it's crazy because Julian Anderson's birthday is August 9th. And I always thought that oh. I was like, oh, they're two days apart. <laughs> also, Julian Anderson. Woo. 
Have you watched Sex Ed? Oh, I've watched the first season. I haven't watched the second yet because I just haven't. I want to like really take time and sit down because it is so good, that show. It is so good, but you might as well take time too because who knows when they're going to film season three now. Yeah, but you're like, true. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's uh it's it's really good it's really good yeah i thought the season so one was great and then in season two i'm like this is really going. Brit- like it's so funny because i was talking to coco and daphne today and we were talking about because they've been watching game of thrones and i love how you interviewed coco and daphne today and then you're like what was the name of the house boy <laughs> i know coco coco see um and we were talking about how the British just seem to know how to do TV, like how to act. Mm-hmm. Like there's something about it where it's not about celebratory status for them. It's about the craft. And you can feel that too on sex ed. Well, even outside of like a scripted show like that, one of the shows I'm obsessed with and I can obsessed mm-hmm. with during quarantine is um, Goggle Box. Have you ever watched Goggle. that? No. Goggle. G-O- G-G-L-E box. And it's this show from the BBC mm-hmm. and they put cameras in the living rooms of like people in different areas of the UK oh. and they watch television and react to it. So they all are re- required to watch the same shows and then they splice in people's reactions. It is one of the funniest shows. It's one. It's won a bunch of awards and it's like just real people reacting to news clips, Netflix shows, yeah. documentaries hilarious like, like the dream. characters that are on there it's i i wish i don't know why cbc or ctv have not come up with a canadian version because i'd be like mm-hmm. feel free put a camera in my house and let me just like talk shit about television <laughs> like that's my dream job right there yeah. so what someone needs to get on it because the concept is just brilliant that's and they amazing. actually just started one in australia so i'm like it's it's coming like, keep it it's going coming. yeah that sounds I mean, like... there's so many franchises now for every show. We just exactly. got Drag Race, so you might as well get a Canadian <laughs> goggle box. I know, right? A goggle box. I, that sounds like a true dream for me. I love when people sit and do commentary over like shows. I, I love to do it myself because I love oh, yeah. reacting to things. And that sounds like a show. I'm going to look that up because that sounds oh, yeah. right up my there's alley. A... There's a Facebook, um, there's a bunch of Facebook groups and they like upload like in four parts each episode so it doesn't mm. get taken down. Um, but yeah, it's, it's hysterical. Amazing. Hysterical. Wow. Well, you just said, yeah. You should watch we, when they react to Tiger King. Oh. They do an episode <laughs> where they all react to Tiger King. That sounds. Oh, he's married to that one. Oh, and he's married to that one too. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Tiger King is a whole thing on itself, in itself. So. Does, that, does that not feel so long ago? It was like it feels so long quarantine. Ago. And like, yep. I was talking about that the other day with someone, like they were like, Hey, remember Tiger King? And I was like, that feels like it was years ago at this point, but it was like maybe three months ago. <laughs> maybe max three months ago. That's yeah. cra- it is. It is wild to me how time has felt to go very slow, but also very quickly. Yeah, it's like a weird mix of like the months seem to go by fast, but the time in them seems to go by so slow. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, or if the world maybe is the axis of the earth is uh, all fucked up right now. Uh, Nature is healing. Nature is healing. Nature is healing, and let's keep it going, please. I <laughs> I think it needs. Someone it. shared a someone shared a picture of the sunset on their Instagram the other day, and it looked mm-hmm. like cotton candy. And I was like, wow to think there are a bunch of little kitty perries hatching on that cloud right now 
nature is truly healing we are in a golden age people like oh there's gonna be a lot of katy perry's hopping off that cloud <laughs> onto some fireworks and singing a tune with a big smile because that's a new yes. album apparently smile. oh big smile oh just go smile it's called smile and she's a clown on the front cover of it i was like oh god i hate clowns okay. clowns scare me not a big fan i mean of the, the, it looks really good but i'm still okay. like it's it's interesting album art considering what she's done before. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we we we. So you've been watching Canada's Drag Race. So this is our iteration yes. of Canada's Drag Race. What like I watched the first episode and I don't mm-hmm. watch Drag Race. I have to say, I'll preface: I do not watch Drag Race. I watched a couple of seasons back when I was in university when it first came out, and my roommates sometimes watch like, um, like. They, they've been watching it. So I've I've seen, and I obviously know what it is, but Canada's Drag Race is the first one where I was like, I, I really want to watch this because I know some of these queens. And like, yeah. I've seen them perform in Toronto, and I, like, I've met them, and they're wonderful. And I really liked it. Uh, for a Canadian production alone, because a lot of Canadian mm-hmm. franchises of reality shows from the States are not that well done, and they don't yeah. usually last more than two seasons. So the premiere episode, I was really surprised. Um, I I thought it was actually, I said this on my podcast, I thought it was better than some of the U.S.'s recent offerings of the Drag Race franchise right. because I think Drag Race, like RuPaul's Drag Race, has jumped the shark um, really hard. I think mm-hmm. it's been going downhill since like season six, season seven. Um, like after Bianca Del Rio, it just like started tanking. Um, yeah. It's had little blips, but not as strong as it once was. Right. Um, so to see Canada's Drag Race kind of give a little bit new blood into the franchise was really great. Um, I don't, I do not like Jeffrey on the judging panel. I will say that. Um, <laughs> I think there are times he's trying way too hard to be RuPaul. Yeah. Um, and he's trying to get her pacing down. And I'm like, this isn't Trixie Mattel doing Snatch Game. Like, it's just, just be yourself. Brooklyn's been very surprising because I've known Brooklyn for a few years. And like to see her in that host role and um, pull off the, um, the jokes and the mm-hmm. commentary that she's been able to, it's been great to see because she's, she's not a comedy queen. So um, seeing her deliver has was really great. And I've been, I was really proud of her. And like, I'm always been proud of her because she's accomplished so much, but just seeing her in that role, I'm like, wow, you look at you go like yeah. good on you. And she's making it her own. Yes. That's she's what I like too. I like, I did like, I did like her in that role. I thought her energy and the like personality that she brought to it was really nice. And I don't know if it's because yeah. it is Canada's drag Canadian. race. There's something like a little bit nice about it. Not nice. Like, cause I think you're right in that. Who's the other judge? Jeffrey. Is Jeffrey he, and Stacy. I like Stacy and I think yes. Stacy should be there cause she's worked the runway. How many times? No. Yes. And I like her as well. But Jeffrey, I, I see what you're saying in that he's trying to get the pacing down of, of what, of what RuPaul a, is. And it's like, don't try to mock it. Don't try to mimic it. Make yeah. it your own. Because it's a completely it just, it different doesn't seem, It doesn't seem like the right arena for him, mm-hmm. to be completely honest. Like, he just seems a little out of his element. Yeah. What are your and thoughts? kind of robotic. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the Queen so far? Um, I think there are, there are some really great ones. Um, and I think there are some that are trying too hard for the mm-hmm. camera. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I can name names if you want, but like, I mean, if you, I mean, <laughs> Hey, that's up to you. That's, that's, that's your thing. I, I'm, I'm down for you naming whoever well, you I, want. I mean, I've said it on the podcast already, but like right. lemon, for instance, I know Ugh. a lot of people are like, Oh, lemon, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, yeah, she's 20 something young, pretty yeah, no. cool. I get that. Great. 
but she in her confessionals, I just I find she's coming off very fake <laughs> and produced. And yep. um I, I like someone I like someone like Tainomi who's just like, no, yes. this is how I am. I'm gonna talk yes. to you the way I would normally talk. She's not putting on a show. Um, well, and Tainomi that, is like a more seasoned queen, right? Like she's oh yeah. She's very seasoned and and yeah. she and she She's is marinated, class. she is seasoned, yes. she is good to go. Slap her <laughs> on the barbecue and you know you're getting a good meal. <laughs> but she she is like and she comes in with this class that you are like, "Oh, this person has been around for a while and knows what the fuck they're doing." And yeah. I love it, which is in compared to like who I also love. I mean, I'm, I love Priyanka. Like, I don't I just do. Oh, yeah. like, I, like her energy and her vibe. And I feel like she is just herself in everything I've seen her in ever, whether she's doing it like she's doing a drag show at at like Bad Dog Comedy Theater yeah. or she's at Cruise and Tangos here in Toronto. I just I love her as well. And Scarlett Bobo is somebody I've seen a few times. Uh, I don't know how, how you feel about them, but I think they're bringing oh, like, no, a new energy. Like those, those two, like, especially in their confessionals, like that's mm-hmm. just them. They're not putting on a show. Um, and just they're great performers. So yeah. I'm excited they're on there and I can't wait to see what they do and what they yes. pull out and um, where they go. And like, obviously I'm rooting for the Toronto Queens. Obviously. Because um, we're from Toronto. So we want to yes. we want to see someone bring it home. Um, but uh, I really like Jimbo too. Jimbo, from yes. DC. Jimbo like, was amazing, yes. Hysterical. Just walks in mm-hmm. and is like, all right, now I'm going to do a turn. Like, I'm like, yep. oh, my God. Oh, my nail just fell off. Oopsie. <laughs> well, it's the heat. It's the heat. <laughs> there, are, there are quite Sweat a number. Sweat my tits off. There are a number of queens, though, that I, like, not that I was shocked, but I was like, oh, wow, Canada has quite a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. Like, like, that I didn't know. Like, I didn't know, because I don't know that scene, I guess, very well. But, I yeah. like, like Boa, I thought was great and very fun. Ilona Verley, I thought was really great. I don't know if it was Kiera that I really like. And I haven't seen... Kiera, yeah, from Montreal. Kiera's really lovely. I haven't seen the second episode, but I'll tell you who I don't like is... I think it's Kine? Keen? Kine? Kine, yeah. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> wasn't a big fan. I just, I didn't like... Well, I just wasn't a big my, fan. Yeah, and I mean, like, to each their own. They Apparently, they've been doing videos. I've never watched one of their videos, but apparently they've done hair and makeup mm-hmm. tutorials and sewing tutorials online. And their whole thing was like, oh, I've taught so many people how to do drag. And that's that's my issue with some of the casting, where I feel like, like, I, I would have liked for the first season to see a bit more seasoned, like Tainomi, mm-hmm. um, and a little less of the, oh, I've been doing drag this amount of time like i know right. you need the mix um but it just seems like tainomi and rita are the more experienced mm-hmm. of the queens um and like obviously people are cast for different reasons because right. personalities will clash and people have stories that are really great i mean anastasia is another season queen mm-hmm. so like she's been around the block she knows um but uh yeah there's with kind for instance she's she's an example of drag of the current state of drag where it's very social media based where um they're not actually on stages that often so they're unfortunately they're not a lot of times not entertainers Mm -hmm. necessarily like yeah you're doing drag you're getting dressed up blah 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 but i wouldn't classify you as an entertainer right that makes sense you know of course absolutely it is there it is a different 
medium. Like they're two separate. It, it, like performing live on stage versus performing like social media mm-hmm. um, on things because there you need very different styles to sit to set. I, I like oh yeah for sure. on stage or on that online presence and yeah on stage is usually like long like you're doing long sets and you're performing whether you're lip syncing dancing or doing like a stand up like a mic comedy bit mic yeah. work like compared to like maybe doing like a one or two minute video online or I guess even vlogging or something where you're just there by yourself and you're not you don't have the audience to like feed off of it's, it is a very mm. different, it, they're just very different elements. Yeah. And like there, there are entertainers in different ways. Not, not being on a stage necessarily means, Oh, you're not an entertainer. Like, um, I don't mean it like that. I just mm-hmm. mean like there, you can just tell there isn't the experience of, Oh, I'm entertaining an audience that I can actually right. see. It's very much I talk to my phone or my mm-hmm. my camcorder, whatever it is that you yeah, use. Um, <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> right, we'd set up with like VHS camcorder and was like, "All right, time found to do my footage. makeup." <laughs> like yeah. found footage from like Blair Witch, but with drag queens. <laughs> Just mascara instead of like snot coming out of their nose. Um, yeah, like there, it's it's very obvious. Um, with like stage presence and like even just her walk alone on mm-hmm. on the runway like episode two it gets better but like even just watching episode one you're like yeesh like yeah first time walking in heels like <laughs> i couldn't do right. it i'll tell you right now i've tried in my past and i say no thank you i don't right. want that <laughs> well because of my arthritis sometimes like certain heels are way too painful for me yeah. like i used to early on i used to wear like four or five inch heels boots i would like walk to different gigs wearing those i was stupid um and then after a while like a few years you're like oh i've done so much damage to my arches and my Mm -hmm. feet because of that so now anytime i see someone young wearing these ridiculous heels i'm like see sporadic with wearing them because you're gonna (laughs) fuck yourself over yeah i don't i truly like i watch people walk in them and i go i don't know how you do this yeah like i actually don't know how people do it I like I'm I'm always so impressed Practice. when I see anyone in heels. I go good good on you, like good on you. A lot of ya. people, like I've never done this, but a lot of people say they do housework in them to break them in. Oh. Um, yeah, I just I try to like just dance around, jump up and down in them, just kind of yeah. like get them, or just even just lounge about with them on, just so your right. foot can adapt to it and stretch out. Fair, but, yeah. hey, hey, you know, to each to each inch their own you know <laughs> <laughs> speaking about inches <laughs> speaking about inches uh, whoa whoa uh, <laughs> um or are you gonna ask the, are you gonna do the cues <laughs> i could yeah i could do the cues i was gonna ask you what <laughs> i was gonna say are you actually writing a book called money talks am, Rise? Yeah. Well, okay we'll talk about what is that um it's gonna be uh just the story of visa and like Amazing. life as an entertainer from the start to now and just uh what's uh what i've encountered lessons i've learned with just a bunch of laughs and stupidity thrown in kind of thing wow so like is like like a biography or will it, is it be or is it like storytelling yeah biography uh in the sense that um it's it's to get it's, it's, it's a biography in the sense that it's an introduction. Okay. Um, cause 
a lot of people don't know a lot about me. I, I, I'm, mm-hmm. I, like I said, I'm Scorpio, so I keep a lot to myself. Um, I've allowed a lot of people to create their own narratives about me at times. Mm-hmm. And I've allowed a lot of people to try to tell my story without me actually ever getting a chance to. So this is going to be right. my opportunity to do it kind of thing. Set the record straight about some things and uh, yeah, just have some fun. I love that. Are you, have you started it or is it like almost yes. finished? You have. Um, it, I wouldn't say almost finished. I've probably one third done. Wow. That's huge. Yeah. Cause like throughout quarantine, I've been like remembering stories and writing it down. Mm-hmm. So, um, to get it like finalized that I'm not near that. Right. So it's just pretty much been organizing. And then I come up with an idea. I'm like, Oh, I can throw in a chapter here about this. And I just keep adding to it. So maybe it's prolonging me and maybe I should be like, Hey, I can make another book with some of these things right. later on, but Hey, yeah. you, you gotta, you have to remember the things and, and do like a book is hard. I, I can't even think about writing a book because I would have so many stories that I would want to tell. And then I feel like as you write more things come to to mind and, and you think oh, yeah. about more things. So that's, I'm a lot impressed. of things you repress also come to mind. Too. Yes. A lot <laughs> like, of things you repress. <laughs> I was talking about like school stuff. And then all of a sudden I just remembered an incident about this French teacher I had when I was in elementary school mm-hmm. was clearly gay and the kids used to make fun of them for being gay and I never clued in what they were doing and I never realized how fucking gay this guy actually was. Oh my gosh. And, yeah, like he, I remember one time he showed up with this little pig nose for Halloween and then this little mask and was like, woo, and we were like, <laughs> and then oh, I remember there, it was a Catholic school. It was a Catholic okay. school and I remember there was a meeting with like parents about him and like how kids were bullying this guy because they kept like the kids kept being like oh he's gay he's gay and i totally forgot about all that shit that happened and then i look back now and i'm like oh god that poor man what he must have went through because of all those fucking snot-nosed kids yeah what in hamilton what a bunch of shits that's awful that poor man (laughs) but that's a great i'm so excited for your book i can't wait to read it yeah, it's gonna be fun. I, I might throw in some pictures too, you know, just to please. Fill yes, it you in, should but. do it. <laughs> well, add some extra pages. <laughs> well, yeah, but why right? not? Right, like show off who you are and show off your. I mean, work. RuPaul does it. Well, I, I might but why well. can't you? You might as well throw in a bunch of photos. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you want to do these quick cues with me right now? Yeah. Okay, so these are just quick cues. I'm just calling it quick cues because I still haven't figured out a name yet for it. But I, I, I just like to change it every every time. Uh, so quick cues with me. So we're going to try to answer as many as you can in three minutes. I don't know. I just, I make up the rules here. <laughs> okay. What's your biggest party fail? Oh, um, I fell asleep at a party and then I woke up and it was at my friend's place and then they, they put me in their bed and then yeah. him and his boyfriend were sleeping on their couch and I felt really bad because I oh. fell asleep on the couch and they literally had to move me into their bed. <laughs> Well, there was a party going on. It was like, yeah. I feel like and, so I, many... and someone showed me a photo the next day, and they were like, "Yeah, this is what you look like." And I was just like, <laughs> passed out. Yeah, it was not. I feel a like pretty. so many people have stories of just passing. Like I fell, asleep, I've fallen asleep at bars before on the table, being like, and then being like, "That's I hate when people do that. Why? Why did I do that? Why did I? What did I get so tired that I fell asleep? At, like, just go home. Go home. Just hit you. Just hit you. It really does. What's your favorite song to dance to? Ooh, um, honestly, I, to pick one is hard, but I love 80s synth pop. Um, okay. So anything in that area, like 
Amazing. I love a good little Ooh, well, um, shoulders. <laughs> well, I got the shoulder pads. My designing on the shoulder pads. They look I might good. Well move them around. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe um, Bizarre Love Triangle. Okay. Bizarre Love Triangle. A bizarre Love Triangle. I love that. I will look it up. And that's why I asked that question, so I can know more people's uh, music and I can really look them up. Uh, what's <laughs> oh, your what's your person. What's your favorite reality TV show of all time? Of all time, um, yeah, probably the the Real Housewives franchise. Real Housewives, amazing. Uh, if we were at happy hour right now, what would be the first thing you would order? Happy hour, uh, it would be vodka martini, extra dirty, extra olives. Extra dirty, <laughs> I love that. Yes, <laughs> finish this sentence. It's Saturday night, two a.m., and I'm watching myself order pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Drunk in a mirror, <laughs> being like, "What are you doing to yourself? What are you doing to yourself? Why are you doing this?" <laughs> Perfect answer. <laughs> okay, and final question. It's the end of the night. The party's winding down. Everyone's heading home. Uh, everyone's had a great time. Um, but how do you want people to remember you at the end of the night? Hilariously chaotic. I like yeah. those. That's a wonderful <laughs> way to just, yes, hilariously chaotic. Yes, we all yeah. want somebody like that at a party because it's yeah, fun. like I just I I've always been a chatter, mm-hmm. and um, there was a there was a time where my chatting got me into a lot of trouble as a kid and as an adult. So I really tried to like suppress mm-hmm. it for a while, but now I'm just like no, especially with quarantine and not having anyone to talk to that as much. I'm like no, I'm I yeah. like to talk. So um, that's definitely been something I've been working on doing more is just no holds barred chatty 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 amazing (laughs) i love that i love that well visa thank you so much for being here with me on this thank you for having me always you're always welcome back too if you ever want to come back and have one more round with me um but this was a delight i love everything that you're doing um from uh your your wonderful work I just I really do like I I turned to Jill all the time you posted a photo the other day and I was like look at Visa she looks <laughs> phenomenal <laughs> like and Jill's like yes I know <laughs> just I know I'm so excited too. Oh my god <laughs> just so excited for people like for my like friends who are doing incredible work um and speaking of incredible work are there any like causes that you would like to shout out I I'm trying with this pod as I've said before um to bring awareness to interesting or new um causes are doing great things in the community uh whether if people can donate if they have the means if not they can just read up or volunteer their time if they've got it yes uh soy supporting our youth uh, mm-hmm. it's connected to the sherborne health clinic um and it's uh it helps people with um ge- with questions we're questioning their gender uh people who are trans um under 29 it really mm-hmm. helps them um, along the, the process of it, um, my merch that's actually available through my website, uh, through Redbubble, I'm donating half the profits I make to soy anytime something is purchased. So uh, that's probably the charity I really Amazing. push for people to look into and support because sometimes it doesn't get as much attention mm-hmm. in the community compared to other ones. So I really yeah. like to, to, to mention it. Amazing. I, I have heard of Soy and I really, really love the work that they're doing. So we're going to drop the description for Soy in 
both a description of the audio and visual podcast so you can go and donate if you'd like or yeah. just read up on what they're doing and also uh, check out Visa's uh, Red Bubble account so that you can um, maybe purchase help out two two pals uh, with by <laughs> buying merch as all and also fifty percent of the proceeds go to Soy which are incredible. Um, where else can people follow well, you? Well, I do make a I, I make a part of the profit. Okay, like yeah. Red Bubble takes a good chunk. Right. But I make profit, so half of my profit is going to Which soy. Is incredible. I don't want people to look at the price and be like, oh, half of that's going to soy. It's like, no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> so to reiterate, you're taking yeah. the money that you make and donating half of it to soy, <laughs> and Redbubble just takes their profits. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, unfortunately. <laughs> Where else I mean, can I was... No, 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 go ahead. I was looking into make getting merch like made, and then it was like, that's going to cost me way too much. I, <laughs> I'll just go through Redbubble. <laughs> that's great. I love it. Where else can people follow you right now? Uh, Instagram and Twitter uh, at the Visa Decline, Visa with the Z, not Visa with an S, because Visa with an S will get sued. So you got to <laughs> remember the Z. Um, and then uh, Visa Decline, Facebook, and uh, yeah, you can just look, in, look me up on YouTube. I don't have enough subscribers to get mm-hmm. a custom url yet same so i'm working towards that (laughs) yes subscribe to visa decline and me trisha black so we can get custom urls on youtube (laughs) gotta hit hit 100 we must hit 100 i'm at 60 and i'm climbing hopefully (laughs) oh you're you're further along than me (laughs) well i've had it i think i've had it longer than you have so (laughs) you will get there i will get there yeah I just have the one video right now, too, which doesn't help. But Fair, but you'll get more. I know you will because you're creating amazing content. And I, again, appreciate you so much for being on the podcast. I love you. I adore you. Thank you for love having you a too. drink with me and chatting. And I can't wait to see all of the work that you continue to do and in your wonderful, uh, hilarious, and chaotic way. <laughs> and hopefully I'll get to actually see you in person soon, too. Yes, so please. I went I from, like, like I said earlier, when we're seeing you almost every day to then not seeing you at all. So yes, it's been great to get to see you through this. I see you as well, but we love, I'd love to see you in person too. I know. I'd love to give you a big old squeeze. I'll tell you that right, right? now. Yes. With a mask. With yes, a mask. Wear masks. We must. We must. Everyone, wear your mask. Yes. <laughs> please. Please. <laughs> all these damn Karens out there. <laughs> get out of here, Karens. Karens, all these Karens and these Beckys. Get out. <laughs> Chad. <laughs> oh, Chad. That's what, and Kevin's apparently. Right? Oh, and Kevin's. I've heard Kevin. I mean, I, I don't, yeah. No, maybe not Kevin. I'm so sorry to all the Kevins out there that I just <laughs> maybe <laughs> ruined. Well, there are some Kevins I like, and then there are some Kevins, Kevins I, don't I don't like. like so it's, it's one of those hit or miss. I mean, it, I mean, it makes sense if you're thinking Backstreet Boys, Kevin from the Backstreet Boys. So, oh, that poor guy. Poor guy. I loved Kevin. Uh, Looks and I'll like say a foot. It. Yeah, a little bit. Bless. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, we'll talk to you soon. I love you. Mwah. Bye. Visa decline, folks. Oh, she is fabulous. She is wonderful. I loved sitting down with her and just having a wonderful time talking everything pop culture, going out for nature walks. Oh, and I'll talk about the Golden Girls with anybody, anytime, any day of the week. Just DM me or email me. Send a courier pigeon. I will talk about it with you. 
<laughs> if you love Visa Decline, you should be following her because she is amazing. You can find her on Instagram at the Visa Decline. You can check out her website, visadecline.com. You can find her on YouTube as well. Watch that Who's Zoom and Who video because it is a very well done lip sync. We love her. If you want to follow me, you can check me out on Instagram and Twitter at it's underscore Trisha Black. You can check out my website, www.itstrishablack.com. The pod is on Instagram at One More Round Podcast. And we also now have a coffee account. So if you are enjoying the show and you feel like you want to support in some way, you can buy us a coffee. It's at ko-fi.com slash it's Trisha Black. Uh, and that just helps us keep this podcast alive and free for everybody. Uh, and we greatly, and, and by we, I mean, it's just me. I, I always say we as if I have like a huge team of people. It is just me. So it helps, helps support me and I will forever be in your gratitude. And I'll give you a big old shout out on all the social medias and we'll become fast friends i am sure next week on the pod i have oh what a delightful guest uh chef paul lilicus he is a city line chef he won chopped canada he is an all-around just wonderful human being so sweet uh, and we th how we met is very fun and very modern <laughs> Because we just met uh the uh, we just met the other day when we did this podcast and it was very very fun and I suggest you tune in uh, for him because we talk a lot about cooking and and what it's like to be in the food and beverage industry. Uh, also, the best ingredients to use and how to use them. <laughs> so if you love cooking and if you just want to hear a charming, wonderful man, I suggest you tune in next Wednesday to that. Uh, thank you all so much for tuning in. It is such a pleasure to have you listening, and I, again, really appreciate it. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. We will see you next Wednesday. This has been One More Round with me, Trisha Black. And of course, no East Coast party is ever complete without a rousing musical number to play us off. So this week we have another clip from my old band, The Haunted Lovers, singing an original song uh, called Hey There, Juliet, uh, because it reminds me of Visa Decline. I uh, hope you all have a great week again. I love you all. I wish you well. And we'll see you next week. Mwah.